Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume, and let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, before we begin here, I want to tell you one thing. As Orthodox Christian men, we're called to be leaders in our homes, our church, our community, and our places of work. That's why I created my leadership course, Heroic Leadership, How Heroes Rise Above Crisis. Heroic Leadership is a crash course in crisis management with interviews with top leaders like Jeffrey Hazlett, Sarah Staley, Chris Salem, Adrian Shepard, and more. It's usually $197, but I'm offering 30% off with promo code DADTIME. That's D-A-D-T-I-M-E. Just go to daviddomzowski.com slash heroic leadership. That's D-A-V-I-D-D-O-M-Z-A-L-S-K-I dot com slash heroic hyphen leadership. Heroic leadership. Time to answer the call. Hey guys, welcome to Dad Devotionals. This is a special episode of the podcast called Orthodox at Work. Orthodox at Work is a new series that provides an opportunity to discuss how to best live out our Orthodox Christian faith in the workplace and your business for entrepreneurs as well. I'll be doing a series of these episodes with Deacon Sean Reed, who was a guest in episode 45 of the podcast. He will be my co-host slash main guest throughout this series which will be released on the last Monday of each month. As you'll recall, Sean is a deacon in the Canadian Archdiocese of the Orthodox Church in America. He's also president and head coach at Arrowhead Coaching and Facilitation, Facilitation Solutions. It's a mouthful that I got to make sure I remember. <laughs> and you'll also recognize him with the St. Amelia Homeschool Podcast on Ancient Faith Radio. Sean, welcome back. Thanks so much for being here again. Great to be here. So our, our topic today is dealing with, as we all are for, I don't know, I guess up to, by the time of this release, it'll be about three, four, five months for some people dealing with coronavirus. And our topic is dealing with work-life challenges during this COVID-19 pandemic, which for some could last throughout the rest of the year, maybe even into 2021. What are just some general tips you have for us as we get started here? Yeah, I mean, first, uh, the the first observation, it's more of an observation, and I think uh, this will ring true to a lot of your listeners and viewers. Um, a lot of guys, especially right now, are feeling helpless. Mm. Uh, you know, there's so much going on. We're getting bombarded from, you know, in the media and social media and uh, with all of these uh, COVID-19 uh, news updates and you know nobody really knows what's going on it seems like you know right. nobody you know one minute you're reading one thing and it says it says COVID works like this and the next minute you're reading another thing and it says COVID works exactly the opposite of what you just read two minutes ago it's <laughs> yeah. really confusing and for guys especially who want to solve the problem who want to fix whatever is broken um, it's, it's, this is really complicated. And it, and what's happening for a lot of guys, certainly a lot of men that I coach, uh, 
is we kind of feel overwhelmed and confused and helpless at the end of the day. So what uh, the first thing uh, right off the bat that I encourage my clients uh, to, to really focus on is just in this moment, in this, especially in this moment, focus on what is within your control, mm. which usually starts with yourself and how you respond to the situation and how you, um, you know, how you uh, react to um, or proactively address the things that are that are coming at you. So focus on what you what you can control is the number one tip I have. Sure. So what about how we can help other people? Because at the same time, you know, there's a lot of folks that depend on us, you know, for I'm sure for a lot of the guys that you coach, they're also leaders, not only in their families, but then also in their places of work, if not, you know, in just a regular corporate environment or a government agency or something like that, or, you know, their own business. And they're, yeah. And we're all dealing with those effects. You know, maybe they've had to lay some people off. You know, maybe, maybe they've been laid off themselves. Who knows? So how can, how can we as men, you know, with our unique circumstances and the way, what we bring to the table, how can we best care for our fellow coworkers as well as our families during something like this? Sure. So I just uh, not long ago did a video on this, which people can see on my website as well. Um, I call it the three R's. So this is a strategy that, that, that we can use, especially that men can use, but really anybody, um, but that we can use to get that kind of control that we are, and to feel like we have that sense of control over the things that we can control in our life. So the three R's are roles, responsibilities and relationships mm. and what i encourage my clients to do and any uh, our listeners and viewers to do is to get a paper or a journal or whatever you use and every morning write down three columns on a page and at the top of the first column on the left write roles on the top of this middle column responsibilities and on top of the right column relationships. And under the roles, I want you to ask, what are the key roles that I play in my life? Father, husband, employee, or maybe executive. Maybe you've got a role in your church um, as, a, as a, maybe you're a, uh, on the parish council, or you're on leading a ministry team, or you're, a, you're part of the clergy. Um, what are the key roles in your life that you lead every day. Write those down. The next thing I want you to do is write down the key responsibilities, top three responsibilities today that you need to live up to um, within each of those roles. So, you know, okay, so in my church life, I have to um, file that, um, uh, the, uh, maybe I'm the treasurer in my church life, I got to file that notice with the, with the IRS, you know, around our charitable status today or something like that. Um, or in my family life as a dad, I got to go and spend some time um, going for a walk with my, with my daughter, you know, um, what are those key responsible and in work, of course, in work life, there will be any number of those responsibilities. Um, so as a supervisor, I need to check in today with, my employee over here who has been struggling a little bit with some of the stress around all this COVID stuff. I need to check in intentionally and make sure he's doing okay. You know, so what are those two, three responsibilities under each role that you have to accomplish today? 
And the third is related to that, what are the two or three relationships that are key to those roles that you need to invest in or check in on or respond to in order to, um, you know, in order, in order to support your, your um, activity in that role. So again, it might be as a father, got to check in with the kids. Um, as a husband, I might you know, check in with my um, wife, obviously, um, family members. Those are the obvious ones. In the work life, it might be, maybe there's a supplier that you work with on a regular basis that is really important to your business and you're important to their business. Mm -hmm. Just check in. Maybe today's the day I got to check in with that supplier, just see how they're doing, how things are going. Is there anything on my side that I can help them with or anything ways I can adjust how I'm doing things that might be of a help to them so we can help each other? What are those key relationships that we depend on each day to kind of get through, get through things and be intentional about investing in those each day? So if we do that, if we focus on really investing in the key roles, responsibilities, and relationships that we play every day, like starting our day, writing down what we're gonna do in each of those areas, we will come away with a much clearer plan of how we can actually be useful and constructive so that at the end of the day, we can look at absolutely, I did this, 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 I didn't get to this, but I did this, this, and this. And I've got a clear blueprint of what I have accomplished. I come away feeling a lot more like I've, like I've been useful, like I've been helpful today. We're helpful. We're helpful all the time. Our problem is that we don't realize it right. unless we get intentional about really, about really calling out what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it, and then taking a log and, and reflecting on the fact that we've done those things. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it also goes back into that locus of control that I think, you know, like, like you alluded to, we, we need to have during something like this, you know, there was so much uncertainty, we need to gra grasp on to something. And then obviously for a lot of us, you know, if you're listening to this, most likely you're an Orthodox Christian. So you're going to be grasping onto your faith. So, you know, it, there's a, there's a buzzword that seems to be floating around over the last 10 years or so. It's more new agey, I think, but you know, it's the, it's the concept of self-care. So, but if you think about this from an Orthodox perspective and amidst, you know, what's going on, I want you to put on your deacon hat for a second here. And, you know, tell us, what does that look like? What, what can we do? What are things that we can do throughout our workday? Not just in the morning, not just before bed, not just at a meal. Um, you know, what can we focus on to, you know, make sure we're, you know, we're in a, we're in a much better mindset. Because I, I think that's what prayer does, for instance. That's what prayer does for me. It puts me in a much better mindset mm -hmm. with which to deal with the world. You know, trying to deal, deal with the world as maybe God would. So what are, what's a tip or two that you can offer in that, in that regard? Yeah, well, this is, I mean, so, um, you know, so thankfully, we're not making this up, right? So there, there have been, you know, millennia of uh, holy men and women who have gone before us who have already figured that this question mm. out, right? Mm. And, you know, you look at any um, example of uh, saintly uh, monastics or not actually even non-monastics and how they operate. If you read the lives of the saints, you'll see those habits. You'll see the kind of habits that we're talking about. Mm. But, but there are a few that are pretty obvious. Um, you know, one of them is um, taking time to pray 
or make the sign of the cross before any significant task, you know, really any task, but, but we're, we're weak, you know, people, we need to start small, right? So maybe it's just one major project. Again, like if you go through and you take that time at the beginning of your morning to identify what are the key roles, responsibilities, relationships, and maybe you put a bright red circle around one of them, you know, like that one is going to be a challenge. Maybe that's the one that you make an intentional plan to pray before you execute that plan, before you execute that initiative. We have to start small, right? Because we don't have, most of us don't have any habit like, like that. We like to think that we do, but we don't have any kind of habit of praying while we're working, really, if we're being honest. So why not just start with one key thing every day that we put a bright red circle around and say, right before I go and do that, I'm going to take two minutes and I'm going to pray. I'm going to say the Our Father. I'm going to say the Trisagian prayers, or I'm going to say, um, you know, a, a prayer rope, you know, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, you know, whatever it is. Um, or I'm going to ask the prayers of my, of my patron at that time, um, or another saint whose intercession is, is, is perfect for whatever that task happens to be. Um, but just one thing, why don't we just start with just one challenging task every day that we need to turn over to God and see what happens. Absolutely. You know, I'm reminded, as you were speaking there, I was reminded of my interview with uh, Sam Cox, who was the producer of New Men, the documentary on the Orthodox monastery in West Virginia. And, you know, you, when you watch, when you watch it, you know, naturally what monks do when they're working they're they're praying the Jesus prayer. And, you know, it's, it's one thing to conceptualize that in your mind, but then to actually see it carried out while the guy's painting the fence white, it's like they really do while, while they're working, uh, they are praying that prayer. And, you know, maybe it's hard for some of the things we're doing. Obviously you're not really, uh, we can't, we could pray together, but you know, while we're doing this interview, it's, it's not really something you do as a, as a single person, but you know, if you have it in the back of your mind constantly, you, you know, you're, and you, you keep doing, you, you keep making that habit, you know, your, your, your heart prays for you. You know, Jesus is praying in you. Um, while you're working at some point you get to that, uh, you, you get to that, um, that pinnacle, if you do it enough and you build that habit, you know, Sean, uh, James clear, secular, secular guy, but he says, get, get it, get 1% better each day. You know, if we can get yeah. 1% better in, in doing the Jesus prayer or, or just doing the sign of a cross, sign of the cross before, uh, a task will be that much better. We'll be that much closer. And, you know, also yeah. don't, you know, don't, don't uh, chastise yourself if, Maybe you missed it that day, or maybe you missed it in that moment. You know, give yourself, give yourself grace in, in this process as you develop. So I think that's, that's a great sentiment for us to take. And, and I, like, I like the three R's. I think that's really helpful it, it yeah. really in, that, in that mindset. Um, and then if you do it from a prayer for perspective, uh, you're just going to be much better off for it. One plug for a book that was very helpful for me in this area of injecting prayer into work. Um, a book by the name of a fellow named uh, Daniel, Dr. Daniel Opperwall. And the book is called Layman in the Desert. Mm-hmm. And in that book, it's got all kinds of great insights into family life and other things like that. But, but it has a chapter on work and it has some really practical advice based on um, the councils of, uh, the, sorry, the conferences of St. John Cassian um, mm, on how we can inject prayer into our work. Um, some really just practical, simple stuff. Uh, it's a great book. Uh, Dr. Opperwall is a, f- a good friend of mine, and I highly recommend it to your, 
our viewers and listeners. You beat me to the question. That was going to be your next question to you. <laughs> so I appreciate you answering that. You anticipated it. <laughs> um, last thing, is there, is there anything that you've done personally during this whole thing? Or, you know, maybe there's been another issue, with, maybe just personally in your, um, in your dealings in, in, a, in a job or whatever that you found just work. It's, it's something that you're, that's a go-to, no matter whether a pandemic's going on or not. But it's something that, uh, it's a process. It's a, you know, it's a, maybe it's something like the three R's, but it works for Sean Reed and whatever he does, no matter what. Do you have something like that? You know what I, when, uh, one of the habits that I um, developed during this, have developed during this um, crisis is uh, reading the Psalter more intentionally. And um, again, we start just like you talking about, we don't, I don't start by throwing like 250 pounds on the bar, you know, so I read one psalm, or even if it's one of those long ones, one page of one psalm Mm. every morning at the end of my morning prayer. And those, and I use, you know, personally, I use the uh, translation from Holy Transfiguration uh, Monastery, but there's lots of different uh, uh, good translations out there. Um, But the, um, you know, those psalms are, well, they're prayers, obviously, but they're so authentic and they're so um, layered with both the authenticity of um, a male leader talking to God, you know, King David, um, but also, um, but also, there's so much theology and there's so much revelation about who God is in that sure. in that same breath. And so, I have just enjoyed, um, you know, contemplatively but attentively reading, you know, a psalm or a page of a psalm every morning. Um, uh, so, I highly recommend that. Uh, that uh, habit if uh, if your listeners are looking for another one to add to the mix no that's great i i, I do appreciate it I, I actually use my ancient faith uh prayer book and there's just I'll, I'll have to list it i don't have it in front of me right now but i'll have to list it in the show notes but there is one one go-to prayer that i've prayed over the last uh i would say two weeks and it's not one of those things you usually pray, pray three times but i found when i do it three times i just have i have a tendency to you know get frustrated or get stressed or whatever but doing that in the beginning of my day, it just helps me set the tone. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I just get put into a different mindset. Um, sure. And I, I kind of slow myself down instead of over, maybe overreacting to situations. But so that's another one that I, that, another resource we can offer listeners as well. Sean, this has been great. Uh, I'm really excited that this is, this is the first one we're doing to these. And I think we're going to, you know, just based off of this episode alone, I think we're going to have a lot of great stuff to offer guys and, it's going to be, it's going to be a blessing to people. Cause I think that's what we need. We need, we need, you know, men like us just having these conversations and then just putting it out there to the world and just, you know, kind of yeah. just sharing, you know, just sharing and trying to be a, trying to be a source of support. So again, yeah, thank you for doing I'm, I'm delighted to do it. We got it. We do have to support each other. So I'm excited to, to start this with you, David. Absolutely. Well, Sean, God bless you. I wish you the, uh, uh, you know, just have a great week. And everyone, we will, we will see you in, in the next episode. God bless. This is Orthodox at Work. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, 
end. Also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.